I'm Jim. And I'm Tuck. And this is Beer in the Heart of Texas. A podcast dedicated to reviewing the beers of Texas. For episode three, we decide to review two beers from True Vine Brewery, located in Tyler, Texas. The beers we'll be reviewing are Daddy's Juice Box and Red Dirt Kolsch. So Jim, before we get started, what are you drinking lately? Well, Tuck, it's it's sort of a blend of uh, inspired by our podcast, actually, that my refrigerator right now is primarily full of Armadillo Ale Works. Uh, I have uh, a few Scrappy Boys left, been uh, downing a few of those, um, and then my wife's favorite, I uh, had some Honey Please still, and, and so that's pretty good. And then in preparation for True Vine, uh, did some uh, just research, wanted to uh, take a, a look at what they offer, and so I think I've probably tried about five different beers that they've produced. Uh, Every one of them. Every one of them impressive. So, how about you, Tuck? Uh, what have you been drinking? Um, like you, I've been drinking, trying some True Vine, although I have not had either one that we are reviewing today, so mine is going to be a cold taste test. Excellent. Um, but uh, lately, I've been drinking, well, first of all, I had one more old style when the Cubs lost in the playoffs, which was quick. Um, Very very. Uh, but I have been finishing off uh, my Narragansett beer. Um, are you familiar with Narragansett? No, Tuck. Please tell me. Uh, um, it's uh, it's from Massachusetts. It's uh, my friends up in Boston or outside of Boston uh, got me a twelve pack of their anniversary edition. So if you've ever seen the movie Jaws, it's what Quint drinks throughout the movie. Okay. Um. The reason they got it for me, if you don't mind a quick story, when I went up there, I've always wanted to try it because it's in a lot of Stephen King novels and that, but I was at a bar and I could not pronounce it right. And this very old lady, we'll call her a barfly because that's what she was, okay. got up, walked over and was like, listen, listen. Narragansett. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, no, do it with me. So I had to stand there at the bar and clap out the syllables. <laughs> so every time my friends see me, they make me clap out Narragansett. And uh, it's uh, it's actually a really good beer. Okay. Tuck, that, that is, that's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, I don't have much to say to that uh, <laughs> other than... Uh, Will you uh, go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit of background information about True Vine Brewery? Sure. Uh, like we said before, it started in Tyler, Texas, which is in East Texas. For those of you who aren't familiar, it is, in fact, the only brewery, first and only, uh, brewery in Tyler. Uh, it, like many of these breweries, they started in a garage. Their first two beers were Mermaids and Unicorns and Rose City Pale Ale. So if you're ever looking for that one... The Rose City Pale Ale is now Rose City IPA. Um, in 2014, they moved to a warehouse where they were open once a month. Um, and once it got too crowded, they moved to a larger space in 2018 on Earl Campbell Boulevard in Tyler. Um, they have uh, food, a larger space. It looks great. And their old space, it looks like it's still open. So there's two different places you can go to try their beer. 
Yeah, we were we were absolutely intending to uh, head out to Tyler. It's it's not too bad of a road trip for us, a couple hours, but uh, unfortunately, we haven't made it out there yet. Um, looking forward to in the short term, you know, hopefully in the next month or so to be able to head out there. Like you said, uh, one of the things that stood out to us, uh, having been up to uh, Fayetteville in the last year, uh, it looks like it's a fairly similar arrangement to a brewery up there where they, they serve uh, um, wood-fired pizza, it looks like, right there at the brewery. So great, great combination. Yes, yes. Phenomenal. So, yeah, absolutely want to head out there. Um, but it looks like it's it's a great venue. I, I really am excited to check it out, um, definitely. in. It's going to be a good place to stop on my way to the casinos in Shreveport. I have a feeling when, when they are safe to go to. And the beers, uh, Tuck, the, they have uh, four seasonal, or I'm sorry, four year-round beers at Truevine. They have uh, the one we'll be reviewing today, Daddy's Juice Box, a double IPA. They have Mermaids and Unicorns, as you already introduced. That's a uh, blonde ale. They have Rose City. American IPA, and then they have a beer called Salud. It's a Mexican-style lager. They also have a large number of seasonal beers. Tuck, will you go ahead and tell us about uh, some of those? Yes, uh, I do want to say that I've tried the first three of the year-round ones, and they were all exceptional. Uh, in fact, I went back and got um, some more of the Rose City IPA because it was really good. Uh, the seasonal ones, I'm going to go through this pretty quickly, but they have a few if you want to jump in, if you've tried some of them. Uh, I do want to say one of the best things about this brewery is they do a fantastic name job naming their beers. They're very funny and very memorable, and I really like that. Uh, so, let's get started with these. Uh, Sanctimonious, which is a Belgium qu Belgian quadruple. Round Table, which is a pub ale had that one that's that's outstanding i've had that one too it's actually one of my favorite uh pub ales uh it was great uh dragons and dinosaurs uh which is a double dry hopped blonde also had that one that's it's it's good it's you know it's probably their least outstanding although that's still it's it's a good good beer but of all the ones i've tried it's okay um I have it in my fridge. I'm still looking forward to trying it because it is going to, if it's as good as the rest, even if it is the least good of the rest, it's going to be better than a lot of beers out there. Absolutely. Uh, back to the list, Polycarp, an Imperial IPA. I had that one last night. It is really good if you like Imperials. Uh, Red, Red Dirt Kolsch, which is we're the one we're reviewing. Crimson Thorn. Galactic Minotart. Which uh, also won the bronze for the contemporary ghosts or gose, we can't figure out how to say it correctly, uh, at the Great American Beer Festival. Uh, that's one I definitely want to check out soon. Right. Uh, Chubby Babies Belgian Golden Strong, Farmhouse Peach Saison, Oktoberfest, True Culture Double Shot Coffee Porter, which I love coffee porters, so I'm definitely trying that when it comes out, and Giant Slayer Imperial Stout. Uh, their website has descriptions of all of them. It, they all look fantastic. It's a little bit hard to get some of these seasonals here in Dallas. Uh, but yeah, when we head out there, actually, the uh, True Culture Double Shot Co Coffee Porter, that's out right now. And so 
one more reason to head out there fairly soon. So those last couple you went over, I mean, obviously with starting with the Oktoberfest, these are these last three are their season is is we're we're getting right there. So and if you want to know what season they all are on the website, they have uh, what months they produce them and what months they'll be up. So absolutely. All right, Tuck. Let's go ahead and move on to our first review, uh, Daddy's Juice Box. Uh, just uh, before you get started, uh, Daddy's Juice Box has an ABV of eight point five percent. It also has an IBU of forty. So interesting numbers. Uh, tell us a little bit more about the beer. All right. Uh, the website describes it as juicy, fruity, and easy drinking, and they are 100% correct. It does. The bitterness is not there that, that sometimes shows up in an IPA, especially double IPA. Um, the tropical fruit flavor is fantastic. The hops they used were Simcoe, Citra, and Mosaic hops, which are a great combination. I really like the way it tasted. I'm not going to get too much into it, but the, they did a good job of combining that tropical fruit and the hops. What, what about you? What was your thoughts on that? Uh, same thing along those same lines that uh, what I noticed is you, you smell the beer while, after the pour and you smell the hops. But right away, as you're bringing it up to, to your mouth, uh, your, your lips, your, the taste on your palate it's right away you notice that there is a tremendous blend. There's a lot of different flavors going on in your mouth as you're drinking this beer. And so I don't want to say any one flavor overwhelms the other, but unlike most IPAs, the hops are not the be-all, end-all here. There's more taste. There's more flavor going on. It was a great balance. Um, so... Let's start with our rankings. Um, let's start with the first one. We usually go with how does the can or bottle look, um, the name, the the initial, you see it on a shelf. So, Jim, what do you think? What, what does the can look like? Well, it's a green can that uh, outstandingly uh, has a what appears to be a little kid's juice box. With the, it's green, the juice box is green. It has uh, the name on the juice box is Daddy's Juice Box. It has a hop prominently located on the juice box. And then it has this yellow straw um, out the top. And it just, everything about it is is very unique to me, distinct. Uh, it's one of the things we noticed uh, right away about this uh, particular beer is this is this is a different can. This is, it's pretty nice. Uh I agree. I love the artwork. It is fantastic. And I also want to say the name is great and very accurate. Uh, I know your, your, your kids are out of the house, but I have a four-year-old and he often leads me to needing a more adult style juice box. <laughs> and this, this really fits the bill. bill. Um, so ranking one to five, what do you give the can? For appearance of the can, this is just, uh, and it's it has a lot to do with the the title, the name of the beer, the can. You put it all together. This is absolutely a five out of five for me. Tuck, how about you? Um, I was gonna just from the artwork, I would give it a four, but the name makes it a five for me as well. I I love the name. I love the can. Um, it it is eye catching with the green, so I knew I know exactly what to look for. Uh, if I want to get it again, 
or right. when I want to get it again, because I'm definitely going to get it again. Yes. And, and the look in the glass, after the pour, uh, the uh, appearance in the glass, how does it look? Um, it looks good. It's it's cloudy, like a good IPA. Um, it's got a great pour, mm-hmm. uh, good head, uh, not too much, not too little. Um, the smell, the, the hops, you can really smell the hops coming out of it, which I like. A lot. Jim, I know that's not your favorite. What did you think? What did you think looking in the, at it in the glass? Similar. It's it's a nice amber color. Uh, it's a light, I guess a light amber. Um, but uh, it's, it's fairly opaque. Uh, you can see, oh, if we go back to what we said with Armadillo, Tuck, you, you know, your, your floaties, there's a little bit of that in there. Yes. Um, not too much. But uh, overall, this uh, when you are ordering an IPA, yeah, this is what you want the IPA to look like. I agree. And so the uh, points, how many points did you award uh, Daddy's Juice Box for the look in the glass? I am going to give it a four. I loved it. It looked great. Um, I wanted just a little bit more foam, but not that much. Um Maybe a little darker color, but that's just me. So I give it a four. Jim, what about you? Tuck, I hate to agree with you, and and uh, it just it, it hurts me a little bit. I, I hate it too. But uh, and this is part of just one small part of the look in the glasses. We also factor in just its its aroma, and for me, that uh, the hoppiness slightly overwhelms the initial. Uh, the look. And so I would give it a four. Um, actually, I'm going to go back and change mine because you are right. That smell actually makes me want to give it a five because I loved the smell and I kind of forgot about that. So I'm changing mine to a five so we don't have to agree. That makes but me more, feel better. More importantly, it does deserve a five with that smell because they do it. I wish there was some way you could smell it over what you're listening to because it is such a great combination of hops and just a little bit of tropical fruit smell that just adds a lot. Uh, It definitely something you should try. And how about the taste? Uh, This is worth 10 points each. Um, Tuck, what would you uh, give daddy's juice box for its taste? Well, um, I'm not gonna give you my points yet. I want to talk about it first. Um, I love the taste. Uh, I've said it. When we were first talking about it, the combination of the tropical fruit and the hops is 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 perfect. Uh, neither one overwhelms the other. You get a little bit of each. That initial taste, at first it's hops, then it's the tropical fruit, and then it is really a combination of the two right. that tastes great. The aftertaste, I, I liked it. It had a good IPA aftertaste. Uh, Jim, what about you? I know IPAs aren't your thing. What did? How did you feel about it? This is absolutely an outstanding IPA, and and I know I've mentioned before that the, yeah they tend to not be my go tos, and that's still true. But Daddy's Juice Box, it's a it's a very unique beer. It's you get the hops initially, just as you said, but. All of the fruitiness, all of those different flavors, 
they blend in and and what I like most is sort of that uh, that second taste on your palate that's left over that's not full of hops and, and to me well at least that's my sense of it and so for me that's why I, I really really like this beer and if you're a little bit questionable on IPAs like I am this is a good one for you to start out with try daddy's juice box and if you like IPAs, it is a good one. So we've kind of found a nice meeting ground between those of us who like hoppy beers right. and those of you who don't and need maybe a juice box. Um, but I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you my points. I give it an eight. Um, I really love the flavor. Like I said, the only thing I would like, and I know you won't agree with me on this. I wanted a little more hops. Uh, when I see a double IPA, I do want like a hoppy flavor, maybe in the aftertaste, maybe right up front. Uh, they did such a good job of mixing it that I kind of had to knock them one point Okay. Uh, because I wanted more hops. Jim, what about you? You know, Tuck, I'm just amused that uh, I, would, I would rate this higher. I gave it a nine. And, and that, I think that's a byproduct of simply I love the blend. I love that it's not, I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not knocked down and knocked over by the, uh, the hoppiness. And so this is, uh, this is almost perfection. It's not, it's a little shy, but it's, it's approaching, uh, just incredibly outstanding. And, and so I gave it a nine. Um, happy with that too. And, and then lastly, Tuck is, uh, daddy's juice box, a Texas beer. This is, for those of you who might just be listening for the first time, this is simply, is it a Texas? Do you feel Texas when you drink it? Uh, since this is a review of Texas beers, and it doesn't to me. Um, there's nothing that's really Texas about it. I think every father, no matter what part of the country you're in, wants a beer juice box at some point um, with their children. Now, their logo is a little more Texas to me for some reason, even though there's nothing like Texas. I would give it on the points. I would give it a one. Um, again, the label I love. It just doesn't say Texas to me as much as some of the other beers we've reviewed. What about you? Wow, Tuck. I'm just uh, amazed at how cruel you are. Um, and yet, I readily agree with you. I... I there's nothing about Daddy's Juice Box that shouts out to me. This is this is Texas. Um, I would award it a two, and, and just echo your your reasons why. It, there's there's nothing about it. Um, not in the taste. Not in the uh, not in the design of the can. Uh, there's just it's an outstanding beer, but it's not. Uh, it doesn't shout out Texas beer to me. Yes, and, and, and I want to say that, that when we do this Texas beer, it, it sometimes hurts not to give more points to some of these beers because overall the taste, it, 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 it is great. Um, so we are doing some math. Our overall total. So we gave it a 10 for uh, the can, 9 for its appearance after the pour, uh, 17 for its, its taste. And, uh, unfortunately, is it a Texas beer? Only got, uh, three out of 10 points. 
And so ended up with a 39. Which is still one of our higher higher rated beers, I believe. A little sad, though. It seems like it's a better beer than that. I, I know, and I think it's that is it a Texas beer? Some beers are just going to get knocked off for it, but I think our next beer may score a little higher. So let's try that one now. Excellent idea. All right, on to our second beer for uh, True Vine Brewery. We, uh, we just tried uh, Red Dirt Kolsch. This particular beer has an ABV of 5.1% and an IBU of 20. And, and so, Tuck, uh, why don't you start us out? Could you tell us a little bit about what is a, a Kolsch? A Kolsch is a particular type of German beer. It uh, originally had to be, it started in Cologne, and a true Kolsch must be brewed by law 50 miles of Cologne or less. Uh, there are many places. It's kind of like bourbon right. where there's a lot of places now outside of the Cologne area in Germany that brew a very good Kolsch. And so basically what it is, it's kind of a cross between a blonde and an amber. Um, it's very, it could be hoppy. Um, the main thing is it's top fermented, which means that after the wort is made and cooled, then they put the yeast on it and start the fermenting process. Okay. Um, this was in the 1600s, people were coming into Cologne and they were not top fermenting, which apparently was a huge deal. In fact, in 1603, all brewers in Cologne had to swear this, this oath. That you prepare your beer as of old from good malt, good cereals, and good hops, well boiled. That you pitch it with top yeast and by no means with bottom yeast. Oh so my. They are very serious about this in Cologne. I believe it. And, um, and they did a great job with, they did Cologne proud with this red dirt. What did, what did you think about it? I thought, uh, this is a, a very outstanding beer. It's, it's the type of beer that, to me, pairs really well with food. This is the sort of beer that, uh, you know, you eat with, uh, you have uh, a Mexican meal. You have, uh, you order some Thai food. It would go very, very well with either, uh, either one. I would love to try it with a burger. Yeah. It just seems like it would fit so well. But you're right. It, it does need Food. There's certain beers that would be perfect with. Wings is another one I would love to try this with. Right. Um, and like we said, it's a balance of blonde and amber. So let's get to the reviews. Uh, Jim, what do you think of the, the can, the name, the whole thing? Well, the name Red Dirt uh, evokes, uh, if you're from Texas, if you, you know, it evokes a certain image. Uh, the can is, uh, well... Much like that image, it's a, a uh, sort of a burnt orange uh, can with uh, the state of Texas. And on the backside, you have the True Vine logo. Uh, it, it's nice. It, uh, it's good. Uh, the sort of the, the wordplay, the imagery developed by the name, it works for me. I do want, there's two things I want to point out. First of all, I'm going to disagree with you. It is not a burnt orange. As oh, no. someone from Arkansas, I did not get angry at the can because it looked like UT. Uh, that's very important. Um, it is more of a 
brownish orange. Um, and you pointed this out when we poured it. The beer matches the color of the can. It does. Perfectly. And I really like that. When And we'll be posting a picture on our Facebook page, on our website. Um, you can tell. Like, they, they put a lot of thought into this color. And they really matched it well. And I, I really like that. It, it added a little something for me. Um, so, my points awarded. I'm giving it a four. Um, the The logo, the label isn't quite as creative as um, Daddy's Juice Box, but it does invoke more of a Texas. You're right. The red dirt, there's a silhouette of a guitar right. on there that feels very Willie. Um, Willie Nelson, for those of you listening, outside of, well, everyone knows who Willie is, and you should. Yes. Uh, what about you? What did you give it? Tuck, I, I awarded... Uh... Red Dirt for its sight, its appearance, the the label for this can. I gave it a three. Uh, it's it's nice. I kind of did. I agree with you. I like the uh, the play on the name with the appearance of the beer, but overall the uh, the appearance of the can just it doesn't it doesn't say to me you want to try this beer. And and actually the beer is is as we'll talk about in just a moment it's it's very nice it's a good beer the can doesn't do it it's it's okay i i understand that i did give it that extra point because they matched the color of the beer to the can <laughs> so well and um if if you're listening and you make beer if you do that for me i will always give you an extra point because that was just really something i enjoyed okay uh, okay um, how about the look in the glass as uh, we poured red dirt um how how does it look to you it looks good it looks like the name um it's it is a, a dark beer or a, a dark amber beer yeah uh you cannot see through it so it's opaque um it just looks good it looks like sometimes you get a beer it's got a name and you're expecting one thing and you get something else by the look this looks like I wanted it to look when I was pouring it out of the can. What about you? Same idea. This is uh, the look in the glass is outstanding. There was uh, minimal uh, minimal foam after the pour, uh, but that deep amber color that uh, that uh, is borderline, as you said almost earlier, as we were talking about it. It's almost brown, but it's I would still characterize it as a deep, deep amber. It looks it looks it looks phenomenal. It looks inviting. It's the type of uh you know pour that uh man, I, I wanna try that. Um yes, and points wise. How many points did you give uh red dirt for its appearance? I'm giving it a five. I love the appearance. This beer if I skipped work on a Friday and you put it in front of me at lunch, preferably maybe at a barbecue place. Maybe with it, some wings? Yes. I would say eh, I'm going to start day drinking. Okay. Uh, it looks good. It's so inviting. Uh, what about you? I gave it a four. And and for many of the same reasons that we've just talked about, uh, it, it looks absolutely inviting in the glass. 
There's nothing about uh, its appearance in the glass that says, mm, this might not be for you. Not there. I would say, looks-wise, it's a very inviting, one of the more inviting beers we've seen that I think anyone who likes beer would just look at it and say, I'm going to get that beer. Now on to the big one. Taste. Jim, how did it taste to you? Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, this, you know, it's not, it's not the big full flavor that you have in an IPA. You know that going in. This is a Kolsch. This is a different type of beer. And, and yet, it's just, to me, this is what beer should taste like. Uh, I know that, well, we'll see with what you, your thoughts are on it, Tuck. But uh, this, is, uh, this is a very, very easy drinking beer that, uh, to me, you can envision, like I said previously, it pairs well with, uh, it would pair well with food. Um, I agree with you. I really like the initial taste. It, it had a good sort of Kolsch flavor. Well, it had a Kolsch flavor that I enjoy. <laughs> the, the only problem was it didn't have much of an aftertaste. It right. wasn't a big aftertaste. It, it just sort of, you get that first flavor and then it's gone. But, that to me is really good with a meal. Right. I'm not looking for something to overpower the meal. This is one that I would, if I was eating, I would order a few right. as I'm eating and I would be very happy. It's another one if I'm grilling. Right. Uh, I would love to have it uh, sitting out in the backyard, just having a few of these. So, my points, I'm going to give it a seven. I wanted a little bit stronger aftertaste, but overall, that initial taste, it did get it to where I'm going to give it over a definitely close to a 10, just a little bit more aftertaste. Jim? I awarded uh, Red Dirt an 8. This is, uh, it's just so satisfying. Is it uh, as flavorful as some of the other beers we've tried to this point? Well, no, it's not as big. But it's every bit as pleasing. It, it uh, doesn't have the aftertaste, the, that second uh, taste on the palate. Well, not really. You're right. It doesn't. But I don't always need that. You know, this is a different beer for a different setting. And in that setting, this is absolutely outstanding. And, and so, the, consequently, I gave it an 8. I, I almost agree. I just wanted that little bit of aftertaste. But, yes, it is a beer... I'd love to have with a meal. So our last one, is it a Texas beer? Jim? This is a, it's a little bit difficult for me, but I would say it's much more of a Texas beer than is Daddy's Juice Box. Let's start there. Um, very. Let's start with the imagery on the can, from the guitar to the, uh, the outline of the state of Texas, but more importantly, just the name itself. The red dirt, the red clay that you see uh, that's not just synonymous with Oklahoma. Sorry to bring that up. There are large parts of Texas that, uh, yes, the dirt is very distinctive red in color. And, and so this, to me, the name itself, the appearance of the beer, it says, yes, this is a Texas beer. 
How about you, Tuck? I I agree. Uh, the look of it, the taste of it, um, it it. I know it's supposed to be only made in Germany, but it really does kind of have. I I don't know how to describe it. A hill country flavor. Okay. Uh, when I'm I'm down in there, Austin, Fredericksburg, all those areas, it it does seem like something that you would find out that that German that there were German immigrants that started it. Right. Um, I love the can. Um, it really does invoke Texas. Uh, the guitar, it's just a silhouette, and I kind of like that. I think if they put a full guitar on there, it, it would have been trying too hard. But this sort of just gives it all an overall sort of Texas vibe. I don't know how to put it into words. Um, I am actually going to give it a four. A four? A four. Okay. Tuck, that's actually the same uh, point value I gave Red Dirt for its, uh, is it a Texas beer? I, I would say for many of the same reasons, I gave it a four as well. All right. And and again, we we really enjoy Daddy's Juice Box. It just wasn't a Texas beer. This one, much more of a Texas beer. And we really feel like it was. So we are doing the math now. If you add it all up, uh, it's quite interesting. I, I'm sort of surprised, but that's the way math works sometimes. Uh, for a, for the uh, appearance of the can, we awarded Red Dirt a seven, total of a seven. For its appearance in uh, after the pour, a nine. For its taste, a fifteen. And for is it a Texas beer an eight? When it's all said and done, Tuck, the total for uh, Red Dirt is thirty-nine, just like Daddy's Juice Box. It's the same score, just a very, very different way of getting there. That um, I love it. Uh, it, it, it the, everything we've tried from the brewery has just been great. Um, I don't, I haven't tried all of them, but I really am starting to feel from trying so many. I don't think you can go wrong. Um, there's so many choices. I know that True Vine is not certainly as big as a lot of breweries here in Texas. Uh, amongst craft brews, it may not be well as well regarded. But I think that may change. I agree. I think this is an up-and-comer. This, this is a brewery that deserves your attention. That... Uh, so far, we've only tried what about uh, five of the ninth or sixteen beers, maybe six yeah. of the sixteen beers there, but uh, haven't found one that we did not like. I, I agree, and and the the round table to me is is probably my favorite pub beer outside of an an English an actual English pub beer, uh, which is high praise indeed. Right. And um, I want to say this. I am really wanting to go out to Tyler to try it. And there's not a lot of reasons, no offense to the fine people at East Texas, <laughs> that I really want to head out to East Texas. But this is actually going to get me into my car and and get out there. And how, I couldn't agree with you more that, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's a brand new reason to head out to Tyler. If you are that way, please go by and try them. Stop by somewhere and pick up a six-pack because it is well worth your money. Thank you again for listening to Beer in the Heart of Texas. And before we go, we'd like to thank a couple of people. First of all, Jeff Blankenship for creating the music heard in the podcast. 
and friend of the podcast, Michael Vick, for helping us with all the technical support and advice. And let's not forget, we need to support our local breweries. And please tip your bartenders well, for they're doing the Lord's work. <laughs>